This here is Lenore Zan, a.k.a. Rogue. It's Cal Dodd here, voice of Wolverine from X-Men, the animated series, Bub. I want you to join me at The Uncanny Experience, the ultimate destination for X-Men fans just like you. Where you will become a mutant student at Xavier's. And be able to explore the school campus, shop the vendor hall, and meet the creators and stars of the X-Men universe. There'll be panels, parties, immersive activities all throughout the historic mansion. Whether you're a fan of the comics or the movies or the animated series, you'll find something to love. This is Chris Claremont. I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the Uncanny Experience. It's going to be one hell of a ride, Bob. I bet it will be uncanny. Get your tickets now, sugar, at the uncannyexperience.com. Welcome, everyone, to the X-Factor Files podcast. I'm Daryl. I'm Philip. Hey, we got the Avenging Hour in the house. What's hey, we never on, left. Guys? Yeah, we, we've, we've been, been here in your all house week. for a while. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, you've given the bun bun some treats. Yes, um, I didn't want to they, leave. They've scampered they off. They are napping. Um, the futon's a little you're... squeaky, but it'll do. You also have bun buns? Did I know this? No. Oh. They're at our house right now. We're all recording together. Come on. Please. <laughs> Come you on, forgot. Philip. Get with the joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Daryl has to put up with this. Uh, <laughs> Look, so, at least you uh, do podcasts with him about comics. I couldn't get... As soon as as soon as soon Jason got here and, and my husband realized we were doing comic book podcasts, he fled the house. Yeah, he took your car. <laughs> he took my car and fled the house. Who knows if he'll even return? He's... So, uh, He's like my favorite gif of Paris Hilton, where she's running out of the house. She gets into her convertible. The door like slides down and she rooms away. That's yep. what your husband did. He's like, bye. Yes. And it's yes. not even like gardening where I'll be in an outer orbit. No. Nope. Eat something. It's like, <laughs> nope. Yeah, no. He's like, I'm leaving the property. Yeah. Um, We're covering the Guardians of the Galaxy annual. Yay. I... And it's not the Guardians of the Galaxy that you may have expected. It's true. This was very unexpected to, for me. I didn't know any of these people. Not even the people from the 21st century. <laughs> well, to be fair, they picked some obscure people from the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, this is like a it's like an in-between phase for the Guardians because it's like half the original or older Guardians and then a couple new faces that I didn't recognize. So they this is technically taking place on Earth 691. So Main Marvel continuity is 616. Yes, this is Earth 691. Wow, look at Philip. (laughs) Mind blown. And now it makes so much more sense. So because the Guardians are in the year 3000 here. Like the Mystery Science Theater. Yes. Yeah. Um, And we are plopped in to the middle of, uh, I guess, Captain America's shield becoming the there was so much missing context from like thank goodness it provided exposition because mars had attacked and then some evil mars attacks reality tv attacked oh yeah that's a thing yep yep (laughs) that's the that was the badoon 
And See, I would be immune to that attack, and Daryl would not. I would love it. Um, <laughs> Vanderpump Rules comes to attack, and I'm like, "Tell me more." Well, and if then, this was going to become a Vanderpump Rules podcast, let me call my husband back. And get <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll trade places for that one. Because <laughs> the only reality shows I like are the the British baking ones mm-hmm. and the sci-fi makeup artist one and i mean this comic book in 1993 was a little ahead of its time it predicted the rise of reality tv that the last writer strike gave us i mean i would argue at this point that we've already had mtv's real world and a couple other it's not the reality tv that we know now but there was some version of reality tv then so uh, i did appreciate this second page where it shows us who the guardians of the galaxy are and their dustbuster ship in their dustbuster um <laughs> we have nikki she's the flame trust survivor of the planet mercury like what happened to our our little rocky speedball planet i don't know yellow jacket she yellow jacket i know because she started off in the avengers That's right. and That's, she was uh... a she was a villain who stole a suit rita oh, rita damara i believe yep. her name was mm-hmm yeah, it is not a Van Dyne. It is not a Pym. Wow. He was a thief. She was great. We really liked this yellow jacket. And I was glad she got someplace to hang out for a little bit in the mid-90s before they kill her in the Avengers. Whoops. Spoiler. Oh, we didn't get there <laughs> oh. yet. No, we'll get there eventually. Charlie 27 is the sole remaining mill man from the Jupiter colony. A I'm, was ass- a man, and then I'm assuming that... <laughs> Oh, know, did, was that supposed to be like a military man or, yes. or, or did they misspell mailman was he a mailman <laughs> oh he is the last remaining post postal worker now Most i've, I've, I've seen left. i've seen charlie 27 before but not in that costume and he usually has hair yeah he usually has a flat top yeah, oh, yeah. he's not usually bald. i feel like like guile or whatever the street fighter character i feel like that's very 90s it's not not that big of a flat top <laughs> <laughs> it is very 90s you're right <laughs> Talon, a female, a feline, not feline. female, feline, inhuman, an apprentice sorcerer of the mystic arts. So we got some magic and oh. some inhumans. I didn't know. Now, is you corrected yourself, but is Talon a female? I'm not sure. I think, no, I know that Talon is a male because I read further issues of this after this. Okay. Did you really? Yes. We're going to get into it when I uh, do a little summary of where our brand new character goes after this. Because that that costume that Talon's wearing could go either way. It could. It's true. And maybe Talon goes either way. Or all the ways. (laughs) All the ways. (laughs) Um, Is Inhuman with a little eye? No, it's like an actual Inhuman. Capital I, Inhuman, like Black Bolt and Medusa. Yes. And your favorite crystal. Yes. Uh, Starhawk, cosmically endowed being with the power of the hawk god that's not the only way that she's endowed yeah <laughs> oh i thought it was interesting because well starhawk can be either male or female i think we more often see the male starhawk at this so point, in this version it's the female and she's cosmically endowed at this point in time they had split them oh so okay. male starhawk's off by by himself and female I in believe, the, is he in the I actual think... marvel the, the real marvel universe or is he in this no alternate? he's in this okay oh but they Interesting. If you're a hot god, I guess it doesn't matter if there's two people using your power simultaneously. I then, guess. I don't remember. So I read Guardians of the Galaxy. I read this series up until Jim Valentino left around issue 20. And then I kind of fell off because I didn't really care about most of the new characters. And also they shaved Charlie 27's head. And I could not so get weird. that look. Could not forgive them for that. No, it's bad. It looks bad. He looks bad. 
I like that he looked good before, but he looks really bad now. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fabric that Star Starhawk has. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, and the leader of the team is Major Victory. He's a journeyman hero from the past. Is this a this a an incarnation of that's Vance Van, Astro? That's Vance Astro. He okay. was going by Vance Astro. He was was, he just, Vance Astro. I think he was just going by Vance Astrovic in the title for a while, and then he decided. Mm-hmm. He was going to become a heroic leader type. And he used to have a whole face mask. Thing. He used to have to be because he was like from, a Union Jack. He was from our time, <laughs> launched to the planet. I don't know, some planet that took like a thousand years for him to get there. And he couldn't get out of his suit because if he did, he crumbled to dust because he was so old. How did he go to the bathroom? And at some point in time, <laughs> they figured out how to get him out of his suit. And now he's a boy. <laughs> 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 the, the skin care in the year 3000 is beyond our comprehension. Kid looks like he's 14. He's cosplaying as, he's cosplaying as Rambo. Ugh. With that hair and that. Yep. Before we go further into the development here, I want to go back to the, the title page. This is the thing that John and I always do on our, yeah. our podcast. The title of this is The Old Sod Beckons. And I thought, well, that has to be a poetic reference or a song lyric. And the only thing I could find is there's a bar called the Old Sod in San Diego. <laughs> and oh. I don't know, maybe the writer saw it there when they were at a Comic-Con. He wrote it in a bar. But the Old Sod is a is a uh, an Irish way of saying the homeland, like where you're where you're from, the uh-huh. Old Sod. Uh-huh. So a little context there for you. There that, we go. A, a comes little up here. clue is the president <laughs> of Earth um, is blown in a call to the Her- Guardians. President of Earth. I guess. <laughs> Look, if you have it in Star Trek... You can yeah. have it in Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. But this is Taryn and not um, Stacey Abrams. Yes, Stacey Abrams, who did appear as the president of Earth in That's Star right, Trek Discovery. No, really? Yeah, she Ed did. Cruz wow. was so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, and who's her vice president? Uh, his name's Old Red. Old Red. So Old Red is part of the uh, the Commandeers. It was a group that that fought the uh, the Martians and so, the goddamn Punisher gangs. In there the were 19- gangs of Punishers on this Earth. <laughs> in the 1970s, Marvel had a character called Kill Raven, who was borrowed from something. Else. It was from the War. It was from War of the World. I think it was an Edgar Rice Burroughs character, maybe. Or yes, and Old Red was one of his supporting cast members. Yes. But now we're recycling him. For That's Paris where together. we get the Martian thing. The Martians came. It was it was the War of the Worlds. Yes. Okay. All right, and um, I like her be, blush. She does have like a nice brooch the, going on, like the hair, the blush. It's a whole vibe. So a the, blush. the the skincare routine. I'm telling you, <laughs> the, the cosmetic skills these people have. Uh, what they don't have is the ability to fucking read. So <laughs> yeah, which is fascinating. <laughs> all, all the books everywhere are gone. So like the Martians invade and kill so many people and like destroy everything and kill all the books. And but well, no, there's there's layers people. of things that have gone on here. So there's been a Martian war. There's also been the Badoon, the one alien race has fought the Earth as well, and they're the ones that introduced this reality TV thing that brainwashed everyone. No, that no? was Doctor Doom that introduced the reality. Oh, TV. I thought it was the Badoon. I think it was Doctor Doom. 
Doctor Doom. Oh, I think you're right. There's, there's a Doom reference in here someplace. So, there is a Doom reference later, but I am. I looked it up. I'm pretty sure the Badoon had something to do with the reality TV. Either way, they had anyway, to fight the Badoon. So they've gone through waves of people attacking them and and decimating them, and now all the people that were addicted to this reality TV are idiots, and they can't yeah. read it. But unfortunately, there's no books left to show them. Yes, there is only one book that can save. The literacy of the entire planet. Yes. And it is a religious text. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I mean, it could have been worse. It, They're I like, you know what? It's called the Book of Kells. And you know what's contained in it? The first four gospels. And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> and then like the history of the world after that. But you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you didn't know who um the Book of Kells, like it's it is decent exposition on it and why it's yes. so slow. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of world building going on here. Yes. I didn't, I didn't know it was lost in a bog. Good. I mean, we. Cool. I need to go to Ireland and look at this bog book. Apparently, yeah. In the in because Jesus closed it up in some Tupperware in that bog. Did Doctor Strange teach you that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. With what? his third eye, eye it over see here. You that... and tell you that. Yes. I have seen it in real life. Oh. Um. We did a study tour in England and Wales and Ireland and Republic of. Did it look dirty? It looked old. Okay. I believe I believe it was kept inside some sort of casing when it was buried. So, and they did look in good shape. It's one of those illuminated scroll things, where like it has like gold leaf pages and yeah. It was beautiful. Absolutely. We do see the history of it. It was saved multiple times, and then it sort of disappeared after Mars invaded. (laughs) Sure. Just like in real life. <laughs> well, and we get this exposition from Mainframe, who is actually the vision of the 30th century. Oh, nice. I'm going to guess that. Oh, sorry. We're, we are tossing. No, no, that, that validates, like, yeah. if, if it has the same, same head shape, like, and same red skin. Yeah, he's yeah. just naked. It's naked vision in a computer. Jim Valentino, when he, in the first 20 issues of the book, did the best he could to try to figure out how to take characters from the 20th century and have them live for a thousand years <laughs> and that doesn't work for many characters but it works right. for the vision it, it does. does um so they're entering the earth's orbit so they can go to avengers headquarters which is better than the one that they had in the 90s right i love avengers church yes that's <laughs> amazing so much better than what they have now in our when we're reading these books and this is more exposition. So the, the the president is giving the history of what happened. There's there's your favorite Iron Man. Yeah. We don't need Tony Stark. Never. Our, uh, your other favorite, Dr. Druid. Dr. Druid with hair. <laughs> How? When he came back to life after he fell into the, the void with the nebula, Terminatrix, when he yep. came back, he had hair again. Didn't what? he come back as like three characters at one point? Was well, that at a one thing? point in time, he was old Dr. Druid, young Dr. Druid, and and normal age Dr. Yeah. Middle aged Dr. Druid. And they merged them together and he managed to keep the hair, which, you know. Which is odds defying. Which is why I have been do. trying to merge, to split myself into my younger and my older version so I can merge together and get my hair back. He doesn't deserve it. You deserve your hair. Dr. <laughs> Druid, Dr. Druid deserves nothing. Well, I have never um, ordered uh, Thor to uh, restrain She-Hulk, and I've never, you know... As far as we know. 
done the horrible things he has done. While we're telling this, while while the president of Earth is giving this exposition, she she talks about how the United States fell, and she says the greatest nation in the history of mankind fell. And I thought that seems a little biased when you're the president of Earth. <laughs> Should you be? I mean. Did Flag Smasher write that down for her somewhere so that she could repeat that in 3,000 years? Because that seems a little much. It was in this legend where um, there is a, one, is it one monk left? It's calligrapher. He's yeah. A, oh. They, so they'd like make him like tell the history of the whole Martian stuff and like everything leading up to present day. And they're and like, destiny, but he, if he writes it down, but he's an artist. He's like a mutant, I think. Can he see like past and the future or something? Is there something in there about him being able to tell the story that happened plus the story that's going to happen? Yes. So he... If it's if it's written, or maybe he just knows it. He vandalizes this priceless artifact <laughs> with his own writings. <laughs> Which I, it's not like it's, it's a three-ring binder. You can't just... Come <laughs> on, they, they didn't leave a bunch of blank pages at the back he, of it just in case? <laughs> he took out his pack of loose leaf, college ruled, and <laughs> quickly scribbled some notes, popped open those three rings, added it to the back. Maybe he just, like, stapled them into the back. <laughs> and then he got murdered. So... I hated those packs of loose leaf paper. Yeah. Why? You never used Why? all of them. Never used all of them. Absolutely not. It um, makes sense that he would vandalize a priceless work of art at the at the insistence of who? Dr. Druid. Again, yep. of course he's going to have someone destroy a priceless work of art. It's probably mind-controlled into doing it. Probably was. Is he as big of a jerk in in all the things as he was in the the flashbacks that we got in the photon comics yes yes okay dr druid's always been a jerk look i like dr druid and i feel he got unfairly used as the destruction of the avengers by uh, walt simonson no i mean he was he was never fun but it was interesting (laughs) and different um, so after telling the history, the president of Earth is like, look through for these three spirals. Um, that will show you where this book is. They're from the three ring binder. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, it's not like that fun S that you would draw. Um, that that would be a true 90s throwback where it's that S symbol, like look through for the three S's. I mean, my high school name had two S's and a P, so that was everywhere. Oh. You know. Um, but major victory recognizes the three spirals and knows to go to this thing that I'd never heard of before. He's like, there's this rock that I've seen on the planet. <laughs> this <laughs> right? <laughs> it's somewhere on the entire planet. I remember this one rock. <laughs> it's serving Prince Caspian, where the stone table is now all covered up. And it is the one remaining like ancient thing in Earth's history because the martians destroyed everything everything is gone but the martians were like one this is ireland and two it's a mound so it must not be anything which is really underestimating on both counts so I mean, if, you're, if you're the martians in those weird things with the you're like really high so you all you when you look down all you see is the grass roof of the thing you probably didn't yep. think there was anything there very clever so uh, they're like all right let's get this book and then and then Charlie 27 gets socked in the jaw. And we get Kuchulain, yeah, which they also call the Irish Wolfhound, so they don't make us pronounce it. I believe it's actually Kuchulain. 
Oh, that sounds better. <laughs> sounds like Charo played him Coochie, or should play him in the MCU. You know, Charlie um, 27 actually lucks out because he does get socked in the jaw, but um, the cat gets turned into a Bugs Bunny cartoon character. Yes. He's yes. spinning him over his head. What is happening? By the, by the tail. By the tail. What are, yeah, what are you holding on to at that point? Um, so for context for other Marvel fans, this is this is basically Irish Hercules. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. This is and a hunk um that plays into it. He's very strong in a very short tunic. He has the great spear gay bulg. Um sure. Which if he's offering me his gay bulg, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, a resounding yes, let's go into your sod hut. Um <laughs> um his he's just like in indiana jones and the last crusade he's like the guardian of this artifact but he's much well he's much better preserved he's not crusty he's not a super old knight templar yeah um and and just kicks everyone's butt yes there are some impossible angles Ooh, oh if you look on it's page 20 um where the bottom corner panel with talent where we're seeing some cake um (laughs) yeah vance astro serving cake um with talent's face down in there yes (laughs) i think i think vance astro broke his neck i don't think you can bend like that (laughs) they both did that that that's violence um and oh no we have to go back to page two it's talent Talon. Talon. Yes. Talon. Talon and the president of the other's name is Taryn. It's very confusing. It really is. Especially when you don't when all these people are brand new to you. So the ladies come in and start attacking. And he's like, ha, I won. These are my wenches for <laughs> they're like yeah, right? absolutely. He's like, oh not. cool. <laughs> that, that is very Hercules, isn't it? Yeah. Cool, you brought wenches. And um, but they sort of win him over. Where he's like, is your head on fire? Um, and then she burns his hand a little. He never oh, seems to be angry during this fight at all. He seems to be like it's playful for him. Like he's so happy to have something to punch. Which is, again, yes. very yeah, Hercules. He's so much more powerful. <laughs> like it's, it's not really a fight to him. And um, they distract him enough where Charlie 27 socks him and... There's a bolt. Um, Vance Astro, I believe, shoots. Vance Astro shoots something out of his face, and everybody ducks out of the way, and it hits that rock, and that rock explodes in such a weird way with such strange luck that everyone gets hit in the forehead with a piece of it, and then they're all like, "Luck of the Irish." Yeah, who could have done that? At first glance, I was like, "What?" And And then then it all sort of makes sense. It makes sense because it is the luck of the Irish. Because who emerges but Shamrock? And Shamrock, when's the last time we saw her? A contest of champions? Exactly. <laughs> and I can't believe that Vance Astro knows who she is. I've been reading Marvel Comics for 40 years, and I barely know who she is. I think I only know who she is because of Demanda Martini. Oh. Shout out to Demanda. Sure. <laughs> yes. Um, but I feel like that's one of her D-list character cosplays. Yeah. That she does so well. Um, is it Shamrock emerges, and she is like... Hello. Hey, her name is Molly <laughs> Fitzgerald. 
Um, Hi, my name's Irish McIrish. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Vance Astro is like one of the most fascinating superheroes of the late 20th century. Again. Where, Shut up, Vance Astro. <laughs> yeah, calm down, Vance. You can sleep with her later. And she's <laughs> um the he tries to talk to her, but Kuchulin. Kuchulin? Kuch- How did you say it when it actually sounded good? Kuchulin. Kuchulin, the Irish wolfhound. Like yanks him by the collar and flings him back. Like, the rest of the guardians go in for a pylon. And he's like, ha ha ha, you tickle. Um, this is which one of it, those comics where if people would just stop for a second and talk to each other, this whole thing would be resolved. Oh yeah. And yet they just yes. keep fighting for no reason. And there, the fight goes on um, until we get uh, a mysterious man uh, show up. Um, the, the weirdest uh-oh. unexpected appearance. I, <laughs> he, was, he was kind of a supporting character in the in the monthly title. Yes. I was so, so. confused. But it should be noted that uh Nikki of the Flaming Hair tried to burn Shamrock, but a gust of wind came right up. And instead, burned yellow jacket. Yes, because Shamrock has the luck of the Irish. And is that is that Nikki's only powers of her flaming hair? Yeah, pretty. She's like a mercenary type. She's a marksman. Like yeah. when they originally used her, she she in in olden days she didn't use her hair as a weapon. No, it was just there. <laughs> that was her hairstyle. Yeah, she just had two. She had two guns, and she was all pew pew. Oh, okay. I, I we do appreciate a pew pew, but if you're pew pewing from a distance, you don't want your hair on fire to let people know that you're there. <laughs> well, was, she couldn't I help it. Uh, apparently, everyone from Mercury has fiery hair. It also seems bad that if you have to use that as a weapon, you have to bend over and shoot it. Like, <laughs> you can't even see what you're doing. True. And anyway, well, so we get a, so, a special so Holly, by Hollywood, Hollywood shows up, and it's not Hollywood from the movie Mannequin. Um, <laughs> which, which would be crazy. Oh, that would be unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Wonder Man. It, you know Wonder Man very well, fellas. Um, oh, I'm Simon sorry. Williams. I thought this was Kenny Rogers Man. <laughs> oh, that's a good reference. Yeah, islands in the stream, and an <laughs> island in the stream that is the Atlantic Ocean is Ireland, where he shows up. Well, it is in the Gulfstream waters. Yeah. Oh, wow. And Dolly Parton is still alive. Not shown on the page, Dolly Parton in the year 3000. Um, Still still looks the same. It's crazy. Dolly Parton could have solved this entire crisis with her book program. It's so true. You know, know, it's funny. There was a note here that I missed when they were giving us all of that um, world building and telling us about the reality TV and and Bubonicus and the Punisher gangs and all this stuff. They they mentioned about being once they find this book of Kells that they can send out their literary corps, which seems like a division of their military to, to like teach people stuff. I was like, you have a literary corps in the future that you have to enlist in and like read stuff to become a or person I, I like that idea I, it's weird well, one of my favorite new age ladies of the 90s is actually a lieutenant colonel in canada because of her contributions to arts and humanities so i feel like that's cool they can have a arts and literature yeah division to support it support your local artists so wonder man diffuses simon williams is the voice of reason um <laughs> which is a yeah. weird change <laughs> wasn't he normally just the thought like yeah like a himbo yeah oh yes. yeah for sure 
I'm yes. an obnoxious, snotty himbo most of the time. Oh. <laughs> so then we go into chapter three where we get Shamrock's backstory where she has probability powers. Um, and then sort of why... And- the the dude with the his face Ar- is just Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola. Arnim Zola. Is any I, of this was this actually shown before? Because I had never heard of this history for her. No, I, I don't think so. I didn't know she had a history. Yeah, I mean, it, it, she's not our first appearance character, so I didn't devote any research to. Her. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Be, apparently, is what I'm learning. Yes. Um, but this dude with, I don't know. I have. I don't know what to make of Armin Zola. He's an old Captain America villain. And he's, yeah. he, he makes no sense because he's like, if your head is on top of your body, it's vulnerable. So I put it in my chest and I'm like, it's four times as big as it was on top of your body. It's like your center of mass now. How is this better? Much easier to aim at. Yeah. It's like a, a MODOK predecessor, like the very first version. I don't know. At the same time, he's great because he looks ridiculous, like all Jack Kirby yeah. creations do. Yes. Um, so she wraps up her story where she felt really bad because her dad was going to shoot her, yes, steal her powers. And we learn her powers are based on ghosts, which is <laughs> she's filled with ghosts, she's filled with ghosts <laughs> like to the brim. Um, especially after the invasion when so many Martians were killed, like all those, all those ghosts are now up in her subconscious, yeah. Let's be clear, not just any ghosts, but tortured souls of innocent (laughs) war victims. It makes her a much darker character than she used to be. The war slain, but she's surprisingly sane for all those ghosts. Yeah. Like, it's there's at least five villains that had that same backstory of, like, possessed by angry ghosts, I feel, somewhere. So many people filled with ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wonder Man goes through his tragic tale... He, he, he couldn't save anyone because he was Simon Williams. Because <laughs> he was distracted <laughs> by something else. <laughs> and we were talking about this as I was reading it maybe like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> um, that How is he still alive? Is it his ionic energy power? Because that's yeah, he's back from the dead before. He's basically immortal at this point. He's not really human. He's, he's made not, of energy. Yeah, he's not human. He is completely made of energy. Oh, I mean, he's a very hunky piece of energy. <laughs> it is... A little weird. Uh, when he, when they kill him and bring him back, well, they kill him in the mid-90s and bring him back in the early aughts, he's kind of looks much more made of energy. He looks much more for it's quite a, a while. More crackly. Yeah, and, looks all yeah. crackly and stuff. Here, he just looks like a dude with glowy eyes. <laughs> oh, I mean, we do we do stand a good crackle, like Sunspot. Um, oh, so uh, what, she, yeah, the... so she goes back to Ireland after all the Avengers die. She goes to Giant's Causeway, which actually is super cool. Um, all those basalt hexagons going into the ocean, super fun. Um, but Dr. Druid is there, and he's he continues to be helpful, which is so out of character. I'm Why like, didn't he die? <laughs> so it's an apparition of him to be like, here's the Book of Kells. I grabbed it as the calligrapher was murdered. But here you go. And I consulted with, you know, the... The, the war goddesses. The Celtic war goddesses. And um, we all think you need this book and you need to keep it. And it's going to be a few centuries. And she's like, come again? And he's like, don't worry, they have better skincare then. And <laughs> um, then she lives in this sod house 
but he's like, I'll give you a companion. He's sort of like God and and Adam. Like you're lonely, I'll make you a companion. Give me a rib, I'll give you a hunk. So uh... he, he pulls one of the ghosts out of her, and it's this super hunk. I mean, let's be honest. If you have to live for a thousand years, I mean, at least you've got him. True. Yes. Um, and they're still around the campfire, and they're like, "Oh, cool story." Um, <laughs> like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I don't think there's any. As they recount all this, we don't get the same sort of. I don't know if they actually are Irish. Ex. Um, what's the word? Exclamations. Like Bola's harp. Yeah. <laughs> like the first few pages in that unnecessary battle was just full of them. Yeah. And my only context is there's a Irish choral group that they do some song that references a whole bunch of mythological figures. And I didn't recognize any of the names. Hmm. Well, uh, the it, we're about to recognize someone. As a spooky voice comes out, and it also wants the book. Everyone is after this one book all of a sudden. Well, it's the only uh, book left on the planet, so. And it's so ween that I have always read as Sam Hine. Um, yeah, everyone has. <laughs> and they like give funny. us a pronunciation for that one. And I'm like, how yes. many Irish words have I had to try and figure out how to say in this issue? And this is the one I get a pronunciation Cuchu Lane. For. You couldn't give me a pronunciation for Cuchu Lane. Yeah. It's Cuchulain. Uh, <laughs> the Irish Wolfhound and um we the spirit of Halloween um which, blue which right now um Sawine we know is the CEO of Spirit Halloween and <laughs> has a an empire in the in empty storefronts, in empty storefronts for 10 months a year. Um, but during those two months, wow, Sawine is just rolling in it. Um year 3000, no one has a use for Spirit Halloween. So uh, they need the Book of Kells. It's wild. They they want the book so that the godly influence doesn't continue into the 31st century. It it's full of gospels. It's they don't like those gospels. No, it's, and it's, it, the they're scary skulls. Um how do you counter a scary skull with light? I mean light being yeah. the the heavy hitter. Yeah, Yellow Jacket's trying, Kuchelin is trying, but really it's so, Starhawk. And these evil spirits are containing everyone, the entire team, while Sawin is like, I'm going to grab my torch and go grab this book real quick. He's very sneaky. He's like, I'm going to dodge past this fire, grab a torch, and yeah. go on inside. Shamrock is there, though. She knows. She knows. Um, uh, Shamrock also serving cake and <laughs> yeah um she maybe her outfit needs an update there's gotta be <laughs> that's about as irish as it can get right it's got yeah. a shamrock on it and um she defeats, she should be drunk she <laughs> defeats Sawine. she should be stumbling around <laughs> the one irish trope that they did not use right she should or, have a boston accent instead of an irish accent yes a boston accent and, and we she's got like gotten, a broken bottle and she's trying to stab him with it <laughs> we should have gotten the leprechauns from um cassidy keep as well they hmm. should have survived to the year 3000 um shamrock summons all of the spirits and because this is the lord of the underworld yes and if 
you know, Lord of the Underworld, you can't do your job very well. <laughs> so all the spirits that come out of Shamrock, all those tortured souls are too much for him. And it's so her being like, should... dude, this is your job. <laughs> she had one thing to do. Her her pink hearts are stronger than his blue diamonds. Nobody has purple horseshoes or... <laughs> oh. <laughs> And he goes streaking out of that place. Yeah, he's like, no thanks. Um, he's like, is this like future Banshee? I, I can't keep up with the cake game that everyone else is serving in this issue, so I'm out of here. <laughs> um, They're really concerned. But she's there. She's there, and she's like, don't worry, the, the book is safe. But does she still have her powers? Because weren't they based on all those pink ghosts? That was that were my in her? question. Because I was wondering, like, they were so concerned. So I'm like, oh, no, without her tortured souls, did she age up? Yeah, she seems it, it, fine. Doesn't make any sense. She looks great. Yeah. Um, We get more backstory. I do like this with the new Grange about how it's aligned with certain sunrises to actually get light in through there. Like that's super yeah. cool. And it's in so many other civilizations. It's very it's, staff of raw from Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know? <laughs> I think there's either Olmec or uh, there's a couple um, indigenous American cultures that have temples and things that are aligned. So I, I always think that's super cool. Yeah. And uh, um, civilization, in terms of literacy, is saved. saved. The, sure, because they have a book now. They have one book. They're like, all going to share it. Everyone gets a page. Like, <laughs> this is a gleaming source of light. I think Starhawk had the same effect, but like with those very 60s sort of diamonds and they're very... And, uh, uh, and they're like, hey, Shamrock, Irish Wolfhound, want to come with us? And they're like, no, thanks. Uh, we're going to rebuild Europe. We're rebuilding just Europe. Right, which I read that as we're going to repopulate. So leave us alone. We're going to be busy <laughs> for a while. <laughs> I mean, good for her. Um, <laughs> they bring the book back to the president and vice president. And there's a weird subplot that's dropped in. I love that the first page that they're looking at in this ancient book of Kells is a page that has Old Red and Kill Raven on one side and a Martian <laughs> ship on the other. <laughs> yes. Saying plops. And, the, it, it's, and it's in the middle of the book. I mean, yeah. there, there were there so many blank pages. pages. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they go back and the president is crying because reasons like some of those evil gangs came back and murdered the commandeers no that, she's talking about the past that had already yeah. happened oh, oh no wait i'm sorry no you're right retox is this uh group of a uh, bunch of reality tv punks that want to have reality tv come back the the president and wonder man hollywood were on a team together he left that team and when he left the team the rest of the teammates died she's yeah. the only one left so as she recounts the story of how their teammates died to Simon, she's crying. Well, she and Old Red survived. Or she's president. crying because she has to talk to Simon Williams again, and she thought she was done with that. Well, I feel <laughs> like, don't don't the two of them go off and have sexy time together? No, Simon Williams gets really upset because he wasn't there to help save the team. Vance and, Astro goes off and has sexy time with the president. Somebody goes off with her. Technically, uh, Vance Astro is dating uh, Starhawk. Yeah. Oh, that's why they're walking together, huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it and, yeah. and the campfire scene, they were all they were cuddling. Suddenly. Yeah. Oh. Um, I just thought it was a weird reaction for the very end for Simon to go off. Yeah. And then they wax poetic on the symbolism of Captain America's shield. 
and uh, hope, etc., etc. Great. And there's a Yondu pinup, and the Gals of Guardians pinup. You get a pinup of Yondu where he's not wearing any underwear. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> that is interesting. I wish uh, that speaking of serving cake. Yeah. I do appreciate the big green thing <laughs> on the next page. Oh, the Maw Whatever of it Madness. It's so cute. It is kind of adorable. Like, I'd love a plush one of those, but only yes. if it has a big tongue. Yes. As well. Oh, we should, if one yeah. existed, we should find it for Q. The nephew. Oh. The nephew. Um, Gals of the Guardians. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but it's it's not working. Quit forcing <laughs> You're uh, you're not. And, and we get a war scene from when the Martians invaded, and that's the issue. Um, so when we're talking about Kuchulane, Kuchulane, Kuchi Kuchi. So would you want to see more of him? Oh, uh, I'd like to see more. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, you mean, <laughs> okay, I got you now. I, I mean, I was on that wavelength too. So I feel like it's a character that's already been done. It is really Hercules. It's yeah, got a yeah. bit of Thor, but it's mostly Hercules. And and even if you wanted to say, let's make it something about his relationship with Shamrock, but then it's Hercules and the Black Widow. Yeah. And I'm I just not sure that I see enough new here. I wonder if they would ever show up to the same Avengers function and look at each other, like when you show up to a party where mm. someone's wearing the same outfit, and they're just like, <laughs> no. And walk off in different directions. Considering Hercules' ego and the fact that he is bisexual, I could see oh. him in the Irish Wolfhound, you know, him he, he being like, I'm like, that's me. Yeah, I can have sex with myself. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, so uh, our uh, Irish Wolfhound makes only three more appearances. Criminal. And they are all in Earth 691. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the same run, issues 51 through 53 where we revisit um, the efforts to uh, repopulate slash um, help out Europe. The Shamrock Marshall Plan? Yes. So uh, the Shamrock Marshall Plan is that she is a teacher. They are teaching. They're going around and teaching with reading. Oh, yeah, Um, because when she was done being a superhero, she went to teach grammar. Yes. So that's what she returns to doing. So Shamrock Uh, becomes a Mormon and goes out on her mission? I. Basically, she's just teaching um, the book of Kells to everyone, right? Because it's yes. the book they have. <laughs> um, the guardians come down, they're like, Hey, want to come with us? And she's like, No, thanks. And um, oh, she turned them down twice. Now. He does say, not like, go. He's like, Hey, once. let's go. Um, he goes on a mission with them for these three issues, and then at the end of it, he's like, You know what? I'm gonna go back to teach, and that's it. He is a two. Teach with yes. Shamrock. Um, what does that say about your team? Where this guy's just like, oh, I read these issues and they're one and done. It is, it's yeah, this guy opera. of all people. Like, the, he's got nothing the, else going on. It is near the end of the Guardian's run. It is a soap opera, it's a hot mess. Yeah, um, it, do, do they inadvertently bring back reality TV? That wasn't an aspect of it, oddly. Oh. Um, uh, but people had different costumes by then and everything. And it was like a year Ugh, later. Like so I had to relearn who people were. Yeah. So. Um, Before we finish this up, I want to do yeah. a thing that John and I used to do on some of our older podcasts where we would have a, a best quote taken out of context. Yes. Because uh, there's a line here 
where I think it's when someone's talking to Hollywood when he first shows up and they say, <laughs> while your former teammates got shagged by the Martians. <laughs> and I thought that's, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> I, yes. I had that same what thought. a way to go. That means something else. <laughs> so the Martian so, invasion, not as bad as we've been led to believe. What so were they invading? I, this, this annual actually did its job. It made me want to read more of this series. So, exactly. See, I told John the same thing. He, this was like your least. No, Doctor Strange was your least favorite. No, your, this. Well, this is. No. This one was my favorite of the three that you assigned to us to read because it had so much world building and like newer characters and things that I'd want to say. Like, oh, what's this go? Who's this person? What what happened there? Fully thirty three percent of this issue, at least, is exposition. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, could we have a story? I mean, to be fair, I'm not going to go read more of these issues because I already know. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to read more. Of them. <laughs> No, I agree. The, like having context for all this stuff really helped a lot, especially with brand new people that I didn't know. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. I think it's framed the correct way that we typically view annuals. That it, it they're trying to make you buy this off of the rack to appeal to new readers. Be like, get a trading card. It's a brand new character. Yeah, Look right. at his thighs on this cover, and. <laughs> And it's that it's that mix of established, but we're also giving you enough information that it could stand on its own. Yes. It is also the regular writer of the title, which you don't always get with annuals. Yeah. But it is. It's it's Michael Gallagher wrote that book after Jim Valentino left, I believe, straight to the end of its run. Yeah. It's like ran all of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> the whole year 3000 run was him. Mm. So. Oh, in a in a shout out to when you're like, oh, Charlie's supposed to have hair. After he gets punched out, our Irish wolfhound is like, get up, hairless man. Oh, like, <laughs> oh man, he's a rubbing of, of the, oh, I forgot the word again. Not expositions. Exclamations? Exclamations. We've got Hound of Kulan. We've got... Which I'm sure is not how we pronounce it either. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um... There were a bunch. Now yeah. I can't find any of them. Oh, daughters of Calatin. Yep, them daughters indeed. <laughs> you know them. <laughs> yeah, you know the dog. They're in so, another annual. So if you do a little research into Cachulin as an actual Irish Gaelic myth, um, Cachulin is the hound of Culain, Culin, and Culin is the some ancient blacksmith. Oh, oh. So that's that's. I really that's thought it. you said as a gay-like myth, but you said a <laughs> gay-like a Gaelic. Gaelic. Myth. I was so excited. I'm like, he's a gay like him. I mean, it's we gay like. I I think he provides fertile territory. We need he and Shamrock to come back. Someone write further adventures of the Irish Wolfhound and Shamrock. I would definitely read more Shamrock, and I I think he's most interesting if he is with her. I think Shamrock's I mean, start an, with. Shamrock's an interesting character if that luck thing is her only power. Oh, I mean, yeah, it would work for long. Like if she's not like, you know, zapping people with eye beams or something. If mm -hmm. she just learns how to punch people in the face, but then they can't punch her because of luck powers. Domino, black hat, like long shot. Hmm. Yeah, long right. shot has those stupid dagger things, though. Yeah, he does have the little knives. Yeah, it's annoying. He's got a power. <laughs> <laughs> got a weird eye, too. Are we done? Yeah. Any any <laughs> any other thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Annual Number Three? Nothing. We covered it all. No, I think we got it pretty good. All right. 
where can folks find you? Well, you can find us on our weekly podcast, The Avenging Hour, on all your favorite platforms. Um, our email address is avenginghour at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at The Avenging Hour. Thank you so much for joining us. We uh, encourage everyone to go and listen to your podcast um, where you covered two of the 1993 annuals with me. Um, yes. yeah. Crossover. Yeah. But th- Cross. where, where I was told uh, this week on Monday, my sister says to me, Daryl's on your podcast again. I love when he's on. He works oh, really what? well with you guys. And I'm like, I know. Do you want him as your brother too? I mean, calm down. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so hopefully at least she's tuning into this episode. If no one else is. Yes. Yay. Um, all right. We will catch you next time. Be well. Bye. Bye.